All right, everybody, welcome. Ira Lipsy, the eye of the world here with episode number two of the Heady Jams, a grateful podcast. Thanks for checking out episode number one. We are still in the midst of shelter in place at the pandemic virus situation. So hopefully you've had time to kick back and relax and listen to the the great show. Hopefully you thought it was great that I put together. Today, we have got a set list put together by my boy, St. Stephen. He's joining me live via the telephone, and we're going to discuss his set list. And when he sent me his list, I was a little bit taken aback by how many of the items were from Without a Net. And then when I started to think about it, I was like, Without a Net kind of is the ultimate fantasy set list uh, from like eight, late 89 and 90 shows. And... So, Stephen, I'm asking you, is that kind of what you were thinking, too, when I threw it out there to give me a fantasy set list? When I was putting together my list, um, I yeah, I was kind of working within that framework, you know, of some of the show openers, some of the middle, trying to keep true to the form of some of the, uh, where some certain songs would be slotted in each set. Um, and I was also just coming up with some of my favorite songs, just my personal favorites. And I think that album, uh, Without a Net, Captures the Dead, uh, definitely at one of their top two or three peaks in the history of the band. Um, not only in terms of performance, but in terms of song selection. Um, it, it, was hard to, it was hard to go away. So, so like half of this first set, uh, I picked Without a Net. If I was going to start somebody off listening to The Grateful Dead, probably be one of the uh, top one or two albums I would probably tell them to check out and listen just uh, incredible uh, captured an incredible time in the history of the band yeah I don't disagree with that it's funny because I think back to what album I listened to first and it was Reckoning uh, another great one Reckoning and Dead Set those were two of the uh, earliest uh, albums in my you know formative uh, listening of the uh, Grateful Dead uh, another another excellent uh, another excellent way to capture you know how a, how a set would actually go live although you know the All right, set set the stage for us. Give us the first four or five songs and uh, tell us, you know, just quickly what they are and what your kind of thoughts on them are. Sure, I appreciate it. And uh, also, before I start, I want to uh, compliment you on your uh, debut uh, episode of the first podcast. I just uh, completed it here in the last couple of days. Uh, awesome selections, a lot of great versions I had heard. So, great job. Thank you, thank check you. Definitely check that out if, if you haven't already. But uh, just jumping in... Um, I started off with a bang with the, with the first song I selected. Um, honestly, probably my favorite Grateful Dead song, Jack Straw. Um, that's been the case probably the last five or ten years. Something happened with that song. It clicked with me. And uh, that's just, I picked a smoking hot, on-fire version from 1987. I originally, uh, this is one of their DVD releases, I think, is how I discovered this. Um, you can watch it live on YouTube, get video of it. But... Uh, they come out of the gates on fire on this Jack Straw. Vicky Hart and Billy behind the drum kit are banging the drums so hard it looks they look like they're going to knock them over. Uh, as this song peaks uh, during the uh, the uh, solo when Jerry solo in right before the very end of the song, it's absolute scorcher. And to me, it's the it's the ultimate Grateful Dead concert uh, opener, and it goes right into that uh, Mississippi half step. Uh, which comes from the uh, Without a Net version, uh, March 21 of 90. Um, 
another great show opener. Sometimes it would be the second song, but I think that's a, just an on-fire one-two punch to start a Grateful Dead set. It'll get you moving the show. Let me wait. Let me let me let me let me let me interject real quick. The uh, Jack Straw, the Jack Straw, I loved, and that's what this whole podcast is about. That's a version that I was not really familiar with. So I appreciate you bringing that version to my attention. Oh, it's it's incredibly hot. I mean, it's from the summer of '87, right when uh, the band was kind of hitting a new peak after Jerry got his health back and uh, Touch of Grey was released. It went into the top ten. The band started playing some arenas, and, uh, you know, Jerry was back, back to peak form after some health issues, and uh, it's just a great time, another great time, you know, in the, in the late 80s, uh, Brent Midland era, just on fire, Jack Straw, can't, can't get enough of it. Okay, and then after the half step? So you, usually a lot of times you'll hear a, uh, a Bobby Weir blues uh, song kind of early on in the uh, – Early on, as you, I think, in the uh, first podcast, you went with Minglewood Blues. Always hard to go wrong with that. Um, Walking Blues, I don't even know if it's my favorite one of these, but this version that they put on Without a Net from the spring of 90, just an epic tour. Uh, it, they are just scorching on this. Just great little blues jamming by the band. Uh, Brent's organ is in the mix, is on fire, and uh, you know the band's just clicking on this one. It, it's a scorcher. Uh, and it goes right into... Honestly, what if there was a song that would give extra running as my favorite dead song it would be Althea, and this version is fire. I mean, they're just they're just on in the spring of '90. Um, there's many great versions of this song, but this one right here is just it's it's in fuego, man. I mean, they it just they're just ripping it, and um, it's one of the most emotional songs they play. Uh, the lyrics that Hunter writ you know wrote. Some say he wrote that song you know for Jerry. Uh, you can be the judge of that, what they're talking about. But this is just a, a scorching hot version uh, in the spring of 90. Great, great Althea. Okay. All right, we're going we're gonna to let that play. So enjoy those tunes, and then we'll come back and discuss the second part of the first set. Sounds great.
friendship. Can't talk to you without talking to me. We're guilty of the same. stuff saint stephen my man beautiful job on the uh on the first part of the first set tell us about the highlights of the second part of the first set you got coming up yeah i hope you all enjoyed the uh the the beginning of that uh set here uh to kick off the middle version here um a lot of times you would hear the dead play a uh bob dylan tune uh sometime in the concert a lot of times the first set i picked queen jane um from 91 in Oakland. Um, great version. In 91, they were playing a lot of shows with uh, Bruce Hornsby uh, as Vince Walden was kind of singing on keys, getting acclimated to uh, to, the, to the playing uh, in, uh, in the band. This one is without Bruce, and uh, it's one of Vince's first uh, times to shine uh, as a solo pianist, and uh, he does an excellent job on this version. Um, great, great version from 91. The uh, loser that follows it, man, you're talking about another one of my very favorite Grateful Dead songs, uh, a great cherry song. Uh, this one from the Frost Amphitheater uh, in the fall of 82. I just I want you to listen to Jerry's guitar sound, his strumming, uh, his solo. It, it's, it doesn't get much better than this loser right here from uh, October of 82. The, the solo in the middle of this, Jerry just nails every note. It's just, and right when you think it's about to peak, he keeps going. Just incredible version of Loser. I love it. Um, the Cassie that follows, again, going back to that 89-90 uh, late peak, uh, final peak, uh, one of the final peaks in The Grateful Dead. Cassidy, you know, I, this song, I, I can almost hear every note in my head like it was written in my soul from me to 
And that was and that was my first that was my first like favorite dead song to be honest with you. Uh, Cassie is it is so good. It is so good. And they space it out here in the end some of the playing. I mean it's just it's awesome on this. Can't say enough about it. And then you wrap up the first set with a the the great bird song from without a net. And you know that 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 kind of just it just kind of stands on its own. You know, there's not even that much to say about it. It's without a net stuff with this uh but I, I will say that entire first set of that album is just they they just some of the some of the best versions of any, of any dead songs there are as a matter of fact if you go to some of the if you, if you look up some of the greatest play versions of all time a lot of those are, very, are at the very top and then another one i picked uh to close the set absolutely uh Showstopper. Music never stopped. Normal, Illinois, April 24th, 1978. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I've told you this before. This is the very first Grateful Dead bootleg uh, in late in high school, junior year, or sophomore year, something that uh, had an old cassette tape of this. And it was unlike anything I had ever heard. Would play it over and over again. And I'm glad I've rediscovered it. Uh, in later years, because it just confirmed just how great it really is. There's a, I think this album was released as a Dave's Picks, uh, one of his first that he put out. This music never stops, just reaches a crescendo at the end of the song. Uh, it, it'll have it up rocking and rolling. Donna and I going back and forth, trading off some ad lib lyrics. Uh, again, like 1978, Grateful Dead. It's in recent years become one of my very favorite years. A lot of people talk about 77, you know, 72, um, and those are awesome. You can't beat it. But in, in 78, there's something that they start just, they kind of loosen up from the tightness of 77 and start really jamming out even harder towards the end of 77, early spring and summer 78. We'll continue with some of that in our second set. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to disagree with that. All right. Let's finish up this first set. You guys enjoy. We'll come back. We'll talk about the second set and some of the highlights from that. Enjoy yourselves. Thank you. 
something like a bird within her sing. All I know, she sang a little while and then flew off. Tell me all that you know, I'll show you. Snow and rain.
take a short break. We'll see you all in just a few minutes. Everybody hang loose. Oh my gosh, that is that was an unbelievable end of the first set. The bird song, the Cassidy, the music is so rocking. It gets you fired up. Now, if you're not fired up yet, this the opener of the second set, and you picked, you know, probably it's not my favorite all time song, but it might be my single favorite version of a single song from a single show is six thirty eighty five Shakedown Street from Meriwether Post Pavilion. And you and I, we I think we listened to this song probably millions of times. We know every single note, every part of the jams. You think they're you think they're about to wrap it up and go into the last verse, and they just keep going. And you think they're going to stop again, and they just keep going again. And it's just unbelievable. I've I think I've blown out two different sets of car speakers uh, from this shakedown street. And then you've got some great uh, a couple of great highlights from that. Uh, Six seventeen ninety one Meadowland show, which hopefully some of you people got to see on the big screen last summer uh, as part of the uh, meetup at the movies. And then you got some great 78 stuff going on. So tell us about some of your uh, highlights from uh, from this uh, second set. As you said, the down street, this uh, Meriwether Post, the summer of 85, another incredible tour that yeah, they were celebrating their 20th anniversary. This Shakedown Street, and I know I don't even need to ask, but I'm sure you captured the uh, tuning that goes into Shakedown Street. Oh, I've got the whole tuning on there, baby. So good. Um, the drums are thunderous right out of the gate. One of the best set openers you can get, uh, Shakedown Street. This version's absolutely on fire. Um, they are jamming so, so hard uh, after the uh, lyrics completed, the, the ending jam, and Brent Bevelin takes this uh, version off into another stratosphere uh, as it closes. It reminds me also of Music Never Stop. They played in Hershey two days prior to this, just on fire in the uh, mid-'80s, 1985 summer tour. And then the truck and New Speedway, that giant stadium show. And uh, it's just it's, it's so good. I, I can't, even, can't even say how good that jam is when they get into New Speedway. They had just provided that song brought it back after not playing it for probably 20 years and uh it just flows so nicely trucking a great song they play at giant stadium you know they go to those east coast crowds just ate up new york's got the ways and means in the new speedway it's awesome stuff one of the, one of my very favorite shows uh as uh you know in future episodes we're gonna have to bring that eyes of the world event for set opener oh absolutely incredible yeah, and then you've got uh, another one that's another another gem that I was kind of flying under my radar was the estimated from 7178 where they played at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Stadium, uh, Arrowhead Stadium. It was a all-day affair, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and the Dead played one monster set. And this estimated, it's right up there with the Red Rock 78. It might be one of the top two or three of all time. And then you go into a Terrapin uh, and then you put on this, you have this other one from 52693, another one that's been under my radar. Uh, I don't, I hate to gloss over the estimated Terrapin, but like, I don't want to prop them up too much because I want the people to like be able to have their own opinion and, and really enjoy themselves. This 52693 other one was really, uh, really enjoyable to be honest with you. I mean, you're talking about post Bruce, just Vince, he's rocking on the keys, uh, back like he did with the tubes. And then you go into the, the Close Encounters jam and St. Stephen. Uh, 
take us home and tell us a little bit more about this back half of the second set. Yeah, I, I don't need to say much about this estimated profit. Just enjoy your uh, face being melted, uh, literally. Um, the playing in that, it, just, it goes into another world. It's, it's insanity. The uh, terrible station from 87, um, another one of the very first bootlegs I ever got. When I first heard it, it was like nothing I ever heard. It's incredible. But yeah, the other one, I showed from Vegas in 93. 93 was one of their last probably great. Uh, really solid years, 94, 95, as you know, kind of tailed off a little bit. But 93, they were, they were still playing. Jerry was still putting out good stuff. It's a really good other one uh, that Vince shines, shines nicely. So that's kind of a random pick there. I put that one in there. Close Encounter St. Stephen. That's a, another legendary show from 78. And I really just got a great version of recently. I think it was, came out as another day stick. So Close Encounter is really cool little jam. Um, not something you typically hear from the dead. I think they only played it once or twice, but you know, and obviously one of the one of the great songs that dead ever did, Saint Stephen. Just awesome stuff again from that that, uh, that early nineteen seventy eight sound. Love it. Yeah, and then you have a nice little morning dew from seventy four. Seventy four, one of my favorite years. Then you've got what's considered to be one of the all time great sugar mags, nine twenty two ninety one. It, it really is unbelievable. The end, especially, they really just go uh, balls to the wall all out in the sunshine daydream at the end of the show, which is great. And then uh, from one of our, another great show, which we, which I've had on my first episode and you've had uh, already the loser from 10, 10, 82 frost amphitheater, the encore it's all over now, baby blue. Uh, any reason in particular, I mean, not, not saying any reason in particular because it's a great song, but you know, there's other songs out there that, are more synonymous, I guess, with what I thought you might have put on the encore slot. Any particular reason why you decided to wrap this up with the Baby Blue? Uh, my favorite Grateful Dead encore, hands down, Baby Blue. That's just been in the last couple of years. Uh, it's a great Dylan tune, great way to uh, show very introspective lyrics. Um, you know, obviously, and Jerry, there's something about. Gary does Dylan songs. You know, I love Bob Dylan. I probably got more into Dylan because of the dead. What Gary does it, um, you know, he, he can take he can take other songs and make them his own almost. Um, it, this, this play on here is just so soulful, so sweet. Uh, it's just it's become my, my favorite Grateful Dead encore. That Morning Dew was a tough tough call. There's so many good versions of that one. Love that you went with '74. Winterland and that Sugar Max is just rocking. But uh, I, I hope you'll enjoy the Baby Blue. I think it's a great, great encore, great song. Yeah, it absolutely is. All right, so we're going to go ahead and let you get your uh, brains melted, your faces melted. You might just end up in a puddle of goo, a medicated goo, when this is uh, when this is over with. You're going to start it off with the Shakedown Street. You're going to end it with the Baby Blue. Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there amidst the corona pandemic, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks with episode number three. My thanks to St. Stephen. St. Stephen, thanks a lot, buddy. You bet. Watch out on that estimated profit. Um, I got to warn you, mind may very well leave your body. <laughs> All right, there you go. You heard it from St. Stephen himself. I'm the eye of the world. Enjoy yourselves. <laughs> Thank you.
Chicago, New York, Detroit, and it's all the same street. Shining on me. Well, the time. 
sweet Jane She lost her sparkle, you know she isn't the same Living on rents and vitamin C and cocaine Or a friend can say it's a fucking shame Don't eat again. Well, I like to get some sleep before I travel. And if you got a warrant, I bet you're gonna come in.
Irish lady come to me, she lays on me the spurs. The rainbows fly around and round and tremble as an explosion. It left a smoking crater of my mind, I like to blow it away. The heat come round and bust me for smiling on a cloudy day. Let's go. 
Sunshine daydream. Walk you in the tall trees. We going where the wind goes. Blooming, blooming like a red rose. Now come on over, sailing. Light us in. I got you in my own sunshine. Now come on over here. You gotta come on over here. Sunshine daydream. He come on, come on over daydream. Sunshine daydream. Thank you. 
Thank you, all. Good evening. 